Anchor.fm out of Philadelphia. I'm Quincy Stallworth with Quincy Questions. Today we talk with South Jersey singer-songwriter Brooke DeCaro. Brooke DeCaro arrived out of the jazz and blues scene in the South Jersey area. She played in many musicals and choirs and schools, and now she's released music onto Apple and Spotify. And we want to just talk to her about the new music that she's dropped and the music that's uh, going to follow. Join us as we enjoy our good times with Brooke DeCaro. But first, a message from our sponsors. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day. And brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hey everyone, I'm Quincy Stallworth on Kingsley Questions. I'm here with incredible singer-songwriter from South Jersey, Brooke DeCaro. Yay! How you doing, Brooke? <laughs> Hello. How's everything? I'm great. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because you're <laughs> an incredible live performance artist. Your performances are phenomenal. You, 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 but the thing is, you go and you come like the wind. Like you don't, you don't hang around to sign a bunch of autographs or to get my your name tattooed on my forehead. You literally <laughs> leave the show, and it's like, where did she go? But I got you now. No. I got you now. <laughs> no, well, thank you. That was nice. I I wouldn't say all that, but thanks. <laughs> so I would like my first question is uh, something we started to touch on a little before we started, and I would like to know about your quality control group because your your music that you put out is so incredible uh and i want to jump ahead on some questions but you 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 released this incredible live performance at the rittenhouse soundworks and Mm. and you also released that single out on on all platforms spotify itunes apple music um did who did the production on that um, the production on yeah. that, um, would be, oh no, <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know why I'm blanking. I do really bad in interviews and stuff, no so problem. sorry. Um, oh my goodness, Brooke. Right. I know his, I know his name. I'm looking. Um, I can't believe I'm blanking. Um, it's, it's all but, right. It's all right. Yeah. But he, he he's good, apparently. Oh, Michael Michael Cumming. I'm so sorry no I did problem. that. I could think of his Instagram handle, and I could not think of his full name. I don't know why. Well, I well just drop his Instagram handle. A lot of people do that. Yeah, uh... it's Jan Tritt, J-A-N-T-R-I-T. But he's um he works at, I think he has his own, like, studio that he's working at as well, um, that he just started, like, during the COVID mm-hmm. times. But he, yeah, he's, like, really phenomenal and his girlfriend um sophie curran is enough is a phenomenal philly musician and um i met him through her because i was taking like piano from her and i'm like a fan of hers so 
Will there be a will, now that was a single release? Will, will there be a whole um, studio production uh, EP coming out with seven songs? Or? So, so I've thought about it. Um, I definitely have been thinking about it. I like the vibe. I of love it. the vibe. Um, of yeah, I really like the sound of it. I actually worked on a few singles that I had that. Um, not there. They're they're with um, another producer who's located in West Philly. His name's Lee Clark, and he's like out of this world, so good. And um, he like really made these. You know, I work with like sometimes like a looper and harmonizer, which you've seen. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and um, and he he has um, like really brought the songs to life. You know, so I have those, and I kind of been sitting on them for it's honestly like been like a year almost at this point so I'm and I've just really been going back and forth with between if I want to um, put them out as singles or if I want to like you know write some more stuff and but it's been really hard um right now with COVID and everything so I'm just trying to um kind of gauge where I'm at but so we'll see there might be there might be some more stuff yeah there's um (laughs) COVID has made everything complex and uh, around and in Philadelphia. So uh, the people who know and love Brooke DeCaro's music love and respect Brooke DeCaro's music. Are you aware of your fandom? Um, No, I have I have friends that are like they're like that's good. Well, well That's let, me, bad, let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So <laughs> when you leave a show like you do, uh, we who we who uh, work at so far, this is a not not a so far produced operation. This is uh, my own operation, but I work mm-hmm. at so far. You know that. Uh, right. We go crazy over you. Uh, what, uh-huh. Well, if if we if if we were allowed to be in a studio, I would be with my co-host Jess Harrison. And she went crazy over you. And I was just like, she was like, oh, my gosh, she's so great. I was I know. And she was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I know. And she was like, you got to get her on the show. I was like, I know. So, <laughs> you know, there is a, a fandom in the trail of your live performances. And are you, I mean, do, do you get stuck? Can you still go to the supermarket and buy eggs? Or is it a problem getting coffee? Well, you know, it definitely <laughs> is not, especially, especially ever. But um, no, it's funny because I actually play, everyone's like wearing masks right. now, right? And stuff. So like people that even do know who I am, like as like friends, like like don't even, not not friends, but like acquaintances, like won't even recognize me. I have to like take my mask off. I'm like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, bro. So um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that would be, I don't even know if I would like that, you know. Um, you hear all these um, famous people all the time say that the one thing they wish they could do is, like, kind of turn it on and off so that they can, like, have normal lives. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you got a point. I don't. But you certainly on your way I to that. that. I I think you're on your way to that with your writing well, and production thanks. ability. Uh, or, or you don't like to call it production, but it's your uh, writing and arranging, arrangement ability. I think you're on your way to superstardom. Oh, thank you. That being said, I also would like to know who do you have a photographer? Because you know I work photography for so far. 
Mm, yeah. You gotta give me a chance I... to get some photos of you in Philadelphia. <laughs> of course, socially yeah, distanced, sure. maybe in a few months when the wind is blowing, you know, between us and six feet. Yeah, no, we could definitely do that. I am um, actually, I actually use my brother. Um, really? Because he, yeah, he's a photographer and he hates photographing what um you know oh, that's so right. like, well we have like the yeah sister, yeah we have I can siblings, see that. I can you know see that. I can see that. um but he's he loves photographing and um he is big into film and lately he's been doing like these wet plate collodion type things and like he's into like all this like crazy old-timey stuff right now that like is like a huge chemical process almost and i'm not like totally into those photos but his film stuff i like so um I, like, made him, which he hasn't sent me, though, but over quarantine, I was like, can you do some photos? I, like, beg him, and then he finally did some, so. Now, yeah. does he have a, uh, does he have a, an Instagram to follow? Yeah, it's, um, it's Anthony DeCaro, or maybe it's just DeCaro Photography, hmm. I think. Yeah, he's pretty, he's has some unique stuff. He's definitely good, but he doesn't like to conform to normal <laughs> so, hmm. so i don't know he does this thing well it, it's certainly a uh, really good work and and uh, of course when 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 time allows us maybe later this fall we can get together and take photos uh also yeah. like to know what's your writing process because um i watched you live and and i remember you said i'm testing this song out i don't know tell me what you guys think and he just went into this like really cool from the from watching performance like watching uh Gordon Ramsay cook. Like you'll take a, a carrot, you'll take uh some flesh, and you'll take some pepper and viola, you know, flam <laughs> flam bam. Here's a here's, oh, man. here's an incredible meal. I mean that's what it's like watching you live um, anyway. Oh, thanks. I don't know about all that, but, um, but sounds good. I, um, you know, I don't know. It's different with, um, different instruments and stuff. So I primarily, uh, I'm a singer, but I, I play a little bit of piano and, um, you know, someone actually asked me that the other day, they're like, do you write your lyrics first or what? And I was like, actually, I don't, I think I just sit down and like what, usually it's kind of like, um, for lack of a better way to put this is kind of like gross sounding, but it's not, but it's like, it almost like just, it's like throw up. Like it just comes out of me where like, just, you know, like, it's like, Oh, it's a certain, it's like, I'm playing. I'm like, Oh man, I'm in this rut for like months. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll just sit down and I'll play and like, it all comes out all at once. You know what I mean? So like, that's what I mean by that. It's funny. It's Um, funny. Uh, Go ahead. I'm listening. No, no. That, um, the, the, uh, I, was, I love this R&B singer named Maxwell. And one of the things, he, him and, and, and Sade as well, I don't know if you heard of them, but um, Maxwell says that his music comes from life and it comes from living his life. He says if you force him to write a song, it'll be terrible. If you force him to sing the song, it's terrible. He, he goes, his albums come out in seven-year seven intervals. So every seven years, you get this incredible work of music. You know, sometimes it's 16 songs, sometimes it's 20 songs. 
but yeah. he was an industry and industry had him pumping out albums once a year and then um like first he would put out an album and then they would force him to do like a mtv unplugged version of that album and then he would pump out the new album and then they would pump out an unplugged version of the album and he was like that was just too much that didn't give him a chance oh, to yeah. live and create but you know by by allowing life to to uh, to 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 carve him and to to mold him, he, he's able to produce this incredible sound, and that's what I would imagine you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't imagine having to do that. I you notice that with a lot of artists, um, yeah, like not um, a lot of pop artists particularly, where they're 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 pumped like so much to put out yeah. stuff, and you just see like over the years, their stuff just really um, it's. It's not that it's bad, because um, it's it's not, but it's more just like they lose character mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it's really apparent and kind of sucks, but it's all about like money for like bigger, um, you know, for the industry. Yeah. So it's kind of like, but but on the other hand, like maybe it forces some people, like like with me, like usually if there's like a deadline, I'm better under mm-hmm. that than just being like free. So like if I know I need to have something done, like I'll work for it. And if I feel like I have a lot of time to do it, I'll take forever to do it, you know? So it depends on the person. Well, let me reintroduce you. I'm with singer songwriter from South Jersey. She's an incredible musician. Her music is all over the place. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. And we'll be back with more Brooke DeCaro right after this. We're back to King C questions with Quincy Stallworth and the incredible singer songwriter from South Jersey, Brooke DeCaro, how are you doing there, Brooke? We're back. I'm All good. Right. I'm doing I got some other questions or comments or discussion points. So mm-hmm. what genre would you classify your sound as? Uh, and I only say this because Coffee is in the same playlist with, for me with PJ Morton and Yeba. <laughs> so oh, I love is, it. is that, are you um, in the right, are you in the right place? playlist for me or should I put you in, in, in another well that sounds pretty good to me <laughs> I like that um yeah no I don't know um that's always a really tough question um but I I guess it would be um like soulful singer songwriter it, it's not really singer songwriter and I don't love that yeah that, that's um, an annoying term, term. It really is. yeah but but I would say like like what I'm trying to go for and eventually like fully be is um, like, I I just always really fall towards R and B and like soulful stuff and um, anything with like a good funky beat to it is great. My stuff doesn't really have that, but eventually I think I might start getting into that. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I would like to be in, but also maybe, um, has some pop elements. Yeah, pop is, pop is hot. Pop is hot no matter what the sound is. Yeah. So um, I saw a really cool uh, live performance. He had some background singers. Do you need any, like, baritones to, you know, males? <laughs> uh, you know, like, a, I know a guy. He lives in Philadelphia. He's a photographer. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he, he has a podcast. Uh, he, he's available. Yeah, you yeah. know, do, do I need to send, like, a... A submission tape to sing background or what we got to do <laughs> no no i think i'll take your word for it um there is always a need for baritone <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so true. 
let me tell you. It's so true. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm down for that. So as you develop your sound as a as an R and B artist, uh, as a as a as a pop singer, as a, or, say you had the full budget, what what would you craft a sound out of uh, Powerball money? Like, how would I, like, um, what do you mean? Like, yeah, what, what, do, what do we, uh, like, uh, snarky puppy? Are we, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the, I mean, that would literally be incredible. I don't, I think I'd be too intimidated to, like, play. You got money, <laughs> so you got money. You got that Beyonce money, so you could slap them in the face well, with it yeah. and, and <laughs> they fall on their knees and pick it up on the ground and, and you can yell well, at them. Well, yeah, I know. I'd want them to do it because I like it, though, you know, but but um, we have, yeah, probably something around that or, um, you know, Philly. I, I would probably just ask around because um, Philly's like insane with how many talented musicians are here it's like actually insane like so i could just ask around and probably just like find some like world class like musicians like if i had the money of course you know i've met Um, i've met two people who uh well one guy he used to be in a band called the barcades was a neighbor of mine he used to play with Jimi hendrix and uh another lady she was on the podcast her name's ghetto songbird and she was taught by one of Jimi hendrix's um, um, bandmates when he was in Louisiana and he got kicked out of the mm-hmm. band and he kicked him out into the swamp because he was known for being such a, a rock star. But yeah, oh. they, they both of them are in Philadelphia. Both of them. Wow. So Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so many, so many yeah, people. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, for sure. So who inspired you, your, your vocal skills? Because I can tell you, I've met you, as as you said, there's a uh, there's a, a thousand talented artists in Philadelphia. For every one of those one thousand, there are ten untalented Philadelphians who have a little, <laughs> who have a, a glimmer of craziness in their eye. And I've seen I don't want to say copies of you, but I've seen people attempt to do what you do, but they never have the vocals right, and they 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 try to sound soulful, but what they end up doing is, is kind of leaning more country, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's not mm-hmm. what they were, uh, what they set out to do, or they tend to do a bit more show tune while you maintain like a perfect um, reflection of a, uh, of a soul singer who is developing in her style. So who, who, who inspired you? Uh, um, well, that was very nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I think, um, I don't know. Growing, growing up, I was really, really into, like when I first started getting into music, um, I loved, um, Regina Spector and I, I love musicals as well. I, I which is, you know, I don't really do any of that right. stuff now, but it's like so good. And, um, and then I would say, and then I started, you know, I did all like the whole, like, oh, I was into Paramore. I was into, um, Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, like trying to find my sounds. And then I don't think it was really until Regina Spector and then Fiona Apple 
and then Amy Winehouse that I was like these are my three main sources of like inspiration you Mm -hmm. know like I never get tired of listening to them and it's not that I particularly like try to sound like any of them but I feel like I feel like I connect mostly like my sound already connects you know with them um not nearly like as like I'm good or anything but like I just feel like my soul is like these are my people that I want to listen to so yeah (laughs) and of course you know Fiona Apple dropped that incredible uh album yeah did, did you uh watch her live on youtube uh as she um poured through it or you you, you weren't what yeah no she... i did not i've listened to the album like many times i did not know she yeah did yeah um um the guys um because I, I listened to the show called uh all songs considered and they were they, they just went through yeah. this entire incredible performance that she did from her house and i was just like wow that's crazy and oh, I yeah, I, I might be wrong. It might be like on a another channel, but I was pretty sure it was YouTube. They were saying, and they were going oh, crazy. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that being said, we we know where your sound comes from. We know how you've uh, put it together. In which direction do you want to go? Uh, direction sound wise. Yeah. Um, just kind of like I said, like, I would love to, um, I would like to combine more of, like, the pop and soul and R&B sound, and I'm, I love horn sections, yeah, and I, I, just, I would love I to eventually, to ask you about that. I yeah, just... I would love to eventually have, like, a full horn section. Yo, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you gotta get you the know? trumpets, you gotta get the, you got you gotta, I'm, like, a huge saxophone oh, fan, sax. so. There's yeah, a, there's you gotta definitely. get the sound. It makes everything oh, yeah. better, so oh, yeah. much better. Oh yeah, <laughs> there is a musician that uh, you should check out named Jerk J E R K. He's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He plays a sax, and he and he's a producer, and he does incredible music. I think I think you would love him. Mm, okay. All right. So, uh, what year, what year did you like? emerge on the scene because I was watching videos as far back as eight years ago which would be like 2012 yeah that's probably I guess when because I graduated high school in 2011 and then I um I don't know uh, I want to say yeah like maybe like I think 2013 was the first year I put out an album and I think that's when I started to play because um, not, I mean, like I've always been playing, but playing out, um, cause I did a few things, um, like I went to college and for like a year or two years, and then I kind of dropped out for a little bit and I was like trying to figure stuff out. So when I was home, I like discovered the Philly music scene a little mm-hmm. bit back when like, you know, the legendary Dobbs had like the open mic mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so I started by doing that, um, stuff and, um, there was a lot a big influence was the bus stop music cafe in Pittman, New Jersey, which is actually closed down now, but um, that I met like so many amazing musicians through that. And then, um, yeah. then I guess I kind of just would be on and off playing in the city. And, um, you know, I think this past past two years is when I really started to see a lot of Philly's talent. Cause like I, you know, I'm old, I'm older now and I, 
know like the better spot yeah, to go yeah. and you know so it's just like there's some it's just like I like go out to a show every every night of the week I, I would mm. go like, oh, it's, just, there's always and just to happens. watch what they were doing oh yeah I never I never perform I would never do really? that. I just go and I watch oh my god never. Really? I go and I watch you would go to the open yeah, mics yeah. And, and just watch you you know what? Well, when I was younger, like Dobbs on like bus stop and stuff. Yeah, I would always right. perform because um, those were more that. But like, I think in the past couple of years, I've been going to a lot of funk shows and like things that are mostly just like open jams. So there's not really any singers there. And if there is, um, like, I don't know. It's it just to me, like, I don't know. Sometimes it works, but a lot of the time it doesn't because it's just a, it, um, and I just like watching, like, it's just so crazy cool. <laughs> so crazy. yeah, I don't really ever perform. I just go. <laughs> That's some advice that I'm going to take because I go to open mics and I go to play. And if there's no, no one's name on the list, I will go to this place in, in Haddonfield, New Jersey, uh, Saxby's or yeah, yeah, Jersey Java that. and T or, um, mm-hmm. I would, I never made it over to bus, uh, the Pit, Pitman's bus stop. But mm-hmm. I would go over mm-hmm. to um, Barrington Coffee House over when it was open, mm-hmm. and um, if it was like no name on the list, I'd be like, "All right, I'm out," and I would just roll. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is, go well, ahead. well, no, I mean, okay, there are not to like you know, I think open mics are incredible, and I think that that is where a lot of people get their start. That's where I kind of got the nerves to start playing my own Mm -hmm. things in front of people but um there's like a difference I feel like between um like open mics where people go they sign up and all of that and like just going to like a jam session in the city with like jazz musicians is like way different you know so it's like it's like like I did go and I did sign up for all that like I would always go to sing at open mics but like as far as jams go it's just like they're in a different caliber than me I just want to go watch (laughs) so like you know it's it's good to do that. I got you. I got you. I went to a jam session once. I thought I was a pretty snazzy jazz guitarist. And then yeah. I realized <laughs> I need to I need to sit in my room and play. That's usually what yeah. happens. That's why I don't yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. terrible. It's kinda of, it's kinda of like when you go to black gospel churches and you like, you know, I'm gonna drop this baritone on them, right? And they're gonna <laughs> and they're gonna going to think Jesus is in the room. And then some <laughs> some guy gets up and he sounds like Anthony Hamilton. And you're like, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Exactly. Let me reintroduce you one more time. I am with the incredible R&B, soulful, legend, pop singer, Brooke DeCaro. She's from South Jersey. You want to listen to our music right now. It's on Spotify. Listen to her. It's on iTunes and it's on SoundCloud. Listen to her latest single, Coffee. We'll be back with more after these messages. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day. And brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. 
We are back with Brooke DeCaro, South Jersey R&B legend. She's incredible. You want to know more? Here it is. All right, Brooke. So in, in, in light of the, the sad shutdown, how deep were you in? Were you on any tour when they, when they shut everything down on the East Coast? I wasn't on a tour, but, um, you know, I perform every, I was performing seven nights a week and I lost like everything. Whoa. So it was pretty upsetting. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it's pretty depressing subject yeah. for me. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's, it's real rough. <laughs> Where are you holding up at? Where, where'd you, where'd you, well, when everything was closed. I... Um, yeah. For, so mid March is when everything closed, yeah, right? March and I literally 13th. lost all of my jobs yeah. like everything and yeah. I was like cool so what do I do now and my parents were like just come home so I spent like literally two and a half almost three months um just completely quarantined like not seeing anybody else for like two and a half three months and then I came back um and then I came back to Philly I live in South Philly now um like about a month ago so I'm just like and I'm, I'm slowly playing out like um a lot of places down the shore are open for outdoor seating yeah. so you know i'm playing like on the weekends and yeah. stuff um so it's 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 getting better but it's not yeah it's yeah. rough because <laughs> people are like running around still speculating if it's even really a virus um a friend of mine who he's second generation italian and i was like so you tell me italian's a lion he said hey i'm telling you i was like yo don't Okay, that doesn't even make yeah, any sense. Yeah, I was like, that's what I said. So. I said, dude, you're, you're second generation Italian. Your parents came from Italy. You telling me the Italians <laughs> are lying about this? And he's like, hey, I'm saying, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Oh my god, no, it's definitely a real yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. It definitely is. Um, yeah. What did you learn about yourself during this pandemic that uh, you didn't know before? Uh... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I spent a lot of it being sad. And then, and then I, when things started getting a little bit better and stuff. So I think I, you know, I think what a lot of people would say too, I saw a lot of people, um, would say this on you know the social medias and stuff is just just like, you have all that time to yourself. So it's like, you really kind of look at yourself. And, um, I feel like I did have a lot of talks with myself and worked on me as like my thinking patterns and like stuff like I just you know um just was working on like myself basically and it it made me look at my patterns and stuff and yeah I think it's just stuff like that you know I didn't really work on any music or anything for a while um but yeah just you know it was nice I spent a lot of time with my family um so I guess I just learned to like be kinder to myself, maybe, you know. Right. Well, you know, during that shutdown, we were we were uh we were all um, you know, not not feeling gloomy, you know, we weren't feeling our greatest. And one of the things that I uh, I heard someone say who's an artist, they said it's okay not to create. You know, as yeah. musicians who grew up uh every Saturday taking guitar lessons. Uh, at 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 ten o'clock, and then painting at three o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Having that that art schedule that you grow mm-hmm. up on. When you when you're an adult, you feel so much guilt when you don't touch your instruments, especially yep. if you go. And, and and 
And what pulls you away from the instrument, usually something uh, traumatic, you know, a death. Um, some, and, and, and this was like a death, a death of music for a lot of people. And, and mm. a death of finances, a, a death of friends and family. And um, it's at those moments where you don't feel like creating, you know. There aren't many chefs who decide to go in the kitchen uh, when, when, when they lose someone. You know, it's, uh, it's, inspiration is what causes us to create. So I was... Yeah, that is, that is actually pretty... I, I definitely agree with that. Um, it felt... Because, like, that was, like, a thing. And then I saw a lot of other artists that I follow mm-hmm. and stuff were, like, saying the same thing. They're, like, you don't need to feel guilty for not. Because, I like, I remember, like, the first month I was, like, I can't even touch my instrument. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just too, like, upset about losing all my gigs and, like, not knowing the state of the world and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody else kind of seemed to be in the same boat. Because, like, they were, like, don't worry about, like, people being, like, oh, this quarantine has given me so much time to put out all this stuff that I've never been able to, like, there's plenty of people that are not putting anything out right now. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. There, there are whole movie productions that have just stopped. There are tours around yeah. the world. There, there are orchestra companies that are just are not, not even practicing or getting together. It's, you're, you are not alone in this process. Yeah. So. What can we as fans do to support your music? Um, well, I would say... The number one would always be, you know, come out to a live show, but obviously. <laughs> um, the second thing you could do, um, obviously, since that can't happen for a bit, is, um, you know, just stream the music or, um, you know, just stuff like that is always cool. Just to see that people um, are interested and like what you do is like enough to, not that you should like base that off of like, creating or anything but it definitely does spark a little fire right (laughs) when i'm like oh people are interested yeah and what's next where you are are you performing anywhere in the uh like yeah like i said i'm just playing like um down the shore mostly on the weekends right now um my website on the tours um tab usually has where i'm playing but i don't have any um I don't really have, other than, you know, like restaurant shows, like cover gigs, I don't really have anything lined up because I have no idea when, like, that's going to come back, you know? Yeah. It'll come back. It just, uh, it's just... Oh, it definitely it'll will. Be some it's just going to Yeah, it'll yeah. be some time. Yeah. So. Hey, I found your brother's uh, photography page on Instagram, and he oh, yeah. is amazing. Wow. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's you, good. you guys, you guys got something in in the blood there. What, what, what did your parents feed you? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't you? know. Growing up, all he wanted was pizza, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, like he's he's really great at visual. He's got an incredible eye, and you have an incredible ear. So, you know, maybe you guys should work on some kind of Beyonce uh, one hour special. Uh, to, to oh eliminate album. <laughs> well, he actually, him and his friend Joey Harvey, um, they actually did the music video for Blame. So they did that. Um, when did I put that out? Three years ago, or whatever. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and so like the other two songs that I was mentioning before that I've been sitting on for like a year, um, I wanted to put out a music video with at least one of them, and so I was gonna have him and his his friend do that as well, probably just figuring timing out. 
Hmm. It's brilliant. His, mm-hmm. his photography is brilliant. I followed him. I liked a bunch of photos. And uh, <laughs> I want to thank you for spending some time with me, uh, Brooke. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, if you would like to hear more of Brooke, uh, you can find her. First of all, you can go to her uh, music page on Facebook. She's got an incredible page on Spotify. Follow that. She's got music on iTunes. She's got SoundCloud account. Make sure you follow that, too. Can I, I'm going to follow that. Uh, Instagram, I already follow that. YouTube, I follow that. That's where you can find a really good video for coffee. You want to watch that. And she's on Twitter. Do you, do you, are you active on Twitter? No. Really? All right. Well, I never go. On. Are you serious? I'm, t- I'm, I'm be tagging you like like crazy on the day that this interview is broadcast. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I I am on Instagram all the time. I don't post on Instagram all the time, but I'm on it like every day and Facebook every day. Yeah, Facebook. Um, but Instagram I never is... go on. Really? Never go on Twitter. I just don't like it. I never have. I've tried. I have one. Um, and it's just like annoying. I don't understand. Don't say the wrong thing. Don't, and, and, <laughs> and don't post a personal story. Um, you know who Jill Scott is, right? Yeah. All right. So Jill Scott, uh, is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you on this story. So Jill Scott used to go to this. Um, I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm already, I'm going to commit to it. <laughs> so Jill Scott used to go to this incredible music uh, venue here in the Germantown section of Philadelphia. And a gentleman who was also there uh, would go as well. And just got found a liking to this certain guy. And every week that they every week that they would have this music poetry venue thing, open mic style. She would do her entire first album before it was released, you know, just to see what people think and also to get mm-hmm. his attention. And so he said to me, man, I wasn't really interested in her because of her size. And I was like, but dog, look who she is. And I love plus size women. My wife is plus size. So I was like, I think you're being shallow. He was like, whatever. You fast forward a few years. Uh, No, a decade. Let's fast forward a decade. (laughs) Jill Scott's one of the most well-paid actresses, producers, writers, Uh singer-songwriters, um, R&B soul, she's a legend. This guy, uh-huh. he's uh, divorced, uh, he's got <laughs> health issues, and he, he, his life is falling apart. And I, was, and I mistakenly posted this story on Twitter. And, uh-huh. and, and I never seen so many likes and shares. <laughs> oh my God. I got really so scared. Funny. My, yeah, it can get crazy. I don't know. My, Internet is really scary. You got to be careful out there. Cancel culture oh, it, it is, is a mother. Scary. Oh, especially right now, man. You can't don't say, say anything. No, like, don't even say you can't say anything. Yeah. But that, that gives the yeah, impression that you yeah. want to say something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. very true. You have yourself a good night. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Thank you so right, much. Man. Bye-bye. We want to thank Brooke DeCaro for coming on the show today. She's a wonderful guest. Please check out our music on Spotify, iTunes, and follow her on Instagram if possible. 
Quincy Questions has been a production of Anchor.fm and the incredibly good people over at Spotify. We also want to thank the talented staff of 1030 Designs for crafting our logo and promotional materials. Thank you for listening and have a great day.